Welcome back to the Joshua Segefus Podcast, the only podcast that teaches you how to be truly alpha. If you're ready to level up to succeed at dating, relationships, business, fitness, and everything else that matters, then stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. This episode is brought to you by my flagship dating course, Dating in the Wild, The Adult Man Method. Are you sick and tired of a lackluster dating life? Gentlemen, if you know anything about my personal story, you know that I used to suck at dating. I could barely get a text back from a woman, much less a date. I was lonely, depressed, anxious, and felt like my dating life was truly a hopeless endeavor. But I didn't give up, and eventually it all changed. I got to work and figured out how to transform myself from being a total dating zero to an absolute dating hero and succeeded in creating the dating life of my dreams. And in this dating course, you can learn the exact skills, strategies, techniques, and thought processes that I learned over two and a half years of studying, trial, error, blood, sweat, tears, testing, and lots of hard work. The secret is to learn what women evolved to look for in a mate, and then to develop yourself into the truly masculine, attractive, high-value man who taps directly into the instincts that guide the ever-mysterious female mate selection process. Not only will this course teach you how to transform your dating life, it'll also empower you to become a better, more successful man in the process. So click on the link in the description, grab the course, and get ready to change your dating life forever. <clears throat> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Zagavis Podcast. This is a podcast where you learn how to be truly alpha, to succeed in dating, relationships, business, fitness, and everything else that matters. Welcome back. It's great to have you. I am happy that you've decided to continue your alpha journey today and to tune in to the podcast. Of course, the goal is to become truly alpha. And my purpose in life is to help other aspiring alphas to master this journey as well. We live in a tricky world, ladies and gentlemen. The world is growing more sophisticated. As it modernizes, people tend to get confused about what they should be doing. Uh, I see this a lot when it comes to responsibility with men. And I was just thinking about this this morning, wanted to share a few thoughts about it. You know, we uh, live in a world where the role of men seems to be changing from the society's perspective. However, I do not believe that this is in the best interest for men. And I believe that men need to kind of resist this what society is trying to push onto them, okay? Uh, I'm gonna really oversimplify this just to make the point. Society is kind of selling men this bill of goods that's kind of saying, you know, back when men used to take responsibility for the family, when they used to, you know, take it upon themselves to be the breadwinners, when they were trying to be masculine, when they were trying to be leaders, when they were kind of trying to do it all and take ownership for it all, that was toxic masculinity. You shouldn't do that anymore. You should you should understand that women can be just as capable and so you should just chill out a little bit. You don't have to make all that money. You don't have to be masculine. You don't have to be a leadership figure, okay? Uh, so just chill out. You and women can be equal. You can just play video games and you can get kind of fat and you can, you know, just get lazy and it's all good. Like, people will still love you. Women will still women will still love you even if you get fat and lazy and you're not masculine and you're not effective as a man and you're not a leadership mentality man, okay? This is the, the lie that society tries to tell you. And the reason society is pushing this narrative is because it makes some people feel good. You know, the vast majority of people don't want to excel. They don't want to take ownership or responsibility for anything in life. They don't want to wake up early and realize that they have a responsibility to their family, tribe, and circle, and community to affect change, and to lead the tribe to a better future. 
They kind of want to wake up and they want to think about what video game they're going to play and what junk food they're going to eat. And they, they want to they wanna do fun stuff with their friends and they don't want to think about, you know, how to get rid of this debt we have. You know, how can we grow our income to six figures? How can we grow our income to a million? How can we all get ripped and get in great shape? How can we dial in our diet? How can we all find our purpose and move toward it in life? These are not, these deeper questions are not generally regarded as fun questions or fun problems to have to answer in our modern day. Why? Because they take work. They do require some work and effort. <clears throat> now, I see a lot of men not taking ownership for things, right? Just the other day, I was listening to a couple different people share their perspectives on Jordan Peterson's new series on marriage. I have not watched or listened to this series. Um, I... You know, I, I greatly respect Jordan Peterson. I generally look to him as a source of guidance and wisdom when I feel like I could use a perspective on something from someone very intelligent who has been very successful in life. This doesn't mean that I always agree that Jordan Peterson's ideas are the best ones. There are some isolated occasions where I tend to disagree with him. And, you know, uh, when it comes to marriage, there, there is a possibility that we have a bit of disagreement in that area. Um, with that being said, I, I can't say that for sure because I haven't listened to his, his series. Now, with that being said, I have listened to other people be very critical of his series. I've heard sound bites of people saying why they don't like it. And it kind of boils down to this. To a great degree, and I do agree with Jordan Peterson on this, he's kind of saying men need to take greater responsibility for the family and tribe. And men who resist this, just kind of, they're like Peter Pan. They stay in a boyhood state and they never grow into men. And the way I would define it is like this. And I'm not trying to put words in his mouth because, I again, I haven't watched the series. But this, but this has been rolling around in my mind ever since I heard a soundbite yesterday. Uh of someone who was really critical of a series basically saying, you know, oh, so you're saying men are boys if they won't take more responsibility. You know, if men just want to date around and they just want to date women and never settle down, that's a great life for a man. He should be able to choose that. It's like, yeah, okay, he should be able to choose that. But there is an element of understanding what the goal is. If the goal is to become truly alpha, then what we have to do is we have to conquer all nine of the vital life domains, leaving a lasting legacy of greatness and building a tribe. These things are going to be, let's just say that it's going to require to a certain degree that you invest in a family, invest in a tribal infrastructure, and then you lead that tribe to a great future. And then you create legacy through that. Okay, so what I would say is a man who perpetually dates casually, who never commits to a woman, who never commits to one woman, there is a there's an element of his journey that will be stifled and halted by that. He's not going to really be as effective at building a tribe. And he's not going to be as effective at building a legacy for himself if he maintains that. And that's sort of that, you know, I really have to say that's kind of the the act of a man choosing to kind of remain in boyhood, chasing boyhood fantasies of sleeping with different women every night in exchange for, you know, settling down. When I say settling down, I mean entering an agreement phase, a committed monogamous relationship with 
one woman and that they can then join together to work toward a future. And this is this one area where I see men resisting responsibility in our modern world, okay? There's, there's also a lot of women who are kind of saying, you know, don't push men into taking responsibility. This is toxic masculinity and the patriarchy. And it's like, okay, you haven't thought through any of this, have you? That's what I want to say to those people. It's like, you literally haven't thought through this. You're just, you are just uh, throwing sound bites around. Because if you have really, if you would have really thought through all this, you would, you would come to a deeper conclusion than that. Okay, so now, <clears throat> with that being said, I believe that we have a problem with responsibility in our culture. And this is an alpha mentality problem. This is an alpha mentality problem because as alphas, we need to learn how to get past this if we want to actually build a great life. We have to learn to take responsibility for things. Taking responsibility for things isn't fun. It's not fun by nature. It's not, a, it's not like a... It's not like, you know what, what I need in my life to be happier. I need a little more responsibility. I need to take responsibility for some things. You know, I need to get into, I need to get more serious about my relationship. I should, you know, I should maybe, I should maybe take on some more community responsibilities, volunteer or whatnot. Yeah, that'll be fun. No, fun isn't the word for it. Meaningful is a good word for it, and purposeful. And these things lead to greater levels of happiness at times. But see, we have to understand that chasing happiness isn't the goal. Uh, chasing happiness is a fleeting marker post. Happiness is just a feeling. When you chase a feeling, you're going to have a purely chaotic uh, journey in life. The, the goal is to chase our purpose, to pursue our mission in life, to figure out what the goal is and then to move toward it with intentional uh, purposeful determination and to work toward creating that future, creating that reality, right? And if you think to yourself, well, I don't know if that's worth it. It's like, then you haven't dreamed big enough. You don't have a clear enough purpose that means enough to you to get you to want to take responsibility for it because my purpose and my dream is amazing. And if I have to sacrifice some short-term happiness to, to build more legacy and to build more greatness in my life to accomplish that, then it is definitely a fair trade-off. But people people have this nihilistic worldview today too. And I think this goes hand in hand with people, especially men, trying to shirk responsibility. A lot of people are like, basically they're like, well, there's no point in investing in anything. You know, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. I may as well get the cheapest apartment I can and play video games and just go out with my friends and do drugs and I may as well just live for happiness now because I don't think my life will lead anywhere anyway so there's no point in really stressing over it there's no point in really trying there's there are a lot of people who intentionally don't plan for the future because it feels very daunting and overwhelming. And to those people, I would say you are missing out on a huge opportunity to create more meaning in your life and to make your life something you're excited to wake up for, right? So we have this battle between nihilism and optimism. We have this battle between uh, basically just a complacency about life and then a life of purpose and meaning and deep deep meaning like where you actually accomplish things that you believe will change the world and uh, the, the simple fact of the matter is that this isn't necessarily a new problem it's just manifesting itself uh, differently in our modern world than it would have you know 100 years ago and I 
truly believe that about 50% of humans are always going to fall into this camp. And I don't exactly know why. I don't exactly know how to change their minds about it. I don't even know if I should try to change their minds, to be really honest. Aside from the fact that if they change their minds, they'd probably find deeper meaning. But um, I don't believe it's up to me to change someone's journey. Everyone has their own journey they should live. The, pur- the purpose of this podcast isn't to be evangelical about the alpha mentality per se. It is to help the people who want to be alpha find a voice that they can relate to and to- that we can all go on this journey together and stay motivated and stay inspired together to, to seek this deeper meaning and purpose uh, alongside each other because God knows it's not easy but there is great reward at the end of the path when we create the legacy when we create the tribe when we accomplish the goals when we get to when we reach that income threshold we want to reach when we reach our fitness goals when we master our relationships and we you know find a way to really interface with the opposite sex in a helpful productive way that leads to better relationships like these are all good things to aspire to Um, but there are a lot of people out there who don't really like they kind of work on bettering themselves but it's all in a pursuit of happiness and it's in this pursuit of this worldview that is um, inherently nihilistic and inherently pessimistic right and people are kind of like you know why do I want to it's kind of like this idea like a lot of men are like I don't want children okay not not all men say this right but some men are like I don't want to be parents so it's like okay why not well you know kids are smelly they're gross there's no return on investment there's no financial incentive in fact they're a huge money pit they're not going to they're not going to help me get ahead in life. Um, you know, it's hard to raise kids. Uh, what if I fail as a father? What if I have two, three, four kids running around the house disrespecting me, talking shit to me all the time, basically not being very nice, not being good kids? What if I'm embarrassed of them? What if they just don't behave themselves? What if they get in trouble at school? Um, things could happen to them, right? All these things. Uh and it's like, well, that doesn't sound like a very fun time. That doesn't sound like a good experience. It's like, well, when you just put it in those terms, yeah, it doesn't sound like a very good experience. And I'll be honest with you, having kids is not always a good experience. There's a lot of misery and gross and just pain in the butt in all that. There's a lot of that. Like, who wants that, right? Uh, well, but there's another side of it. There's another side of it. Children give you the potential for a couple different things. Number one, they give you the potential to really try to do something right. Okay? Like uh, raising a kid, you have the opportunity to really get it right. You can get your life together. You can care for this person and grow them up. And that's your own DNA. So you're creating a legacy. And that's also really important. And then this is when you have a great... You shouldn't have children with someone until you have mastered your intimate relationship. That's why in the nine vital life domains, I say master your dating life and uh, find an intimate partner before you begin tribe building because you have to have a healthy relationship with your significant other before it's a good idea to bring children into the world. Otherwise, it's going to be chaotic. Your children will suffer for it and you will too. But when you have a great partnership with a great person and you two decide to bring children into the world and to work together to raise those kids then you're going to, at first, it's going to be kind of cute, the little kid, and then it's going to get gross, it's going to be a pain, it's going to be a lot of responsibility with no payoff at all. 
But as they grow up and as they get older and you know, you start to realize that tribe building and legacy building is a long-term affair. And so, for example, my oldest is about to turn 15 and, uh, you know, there is, that's a much different situation when you've raised a child right and, you know, you've got a 15-year-old who's in your life that you've raised that they're starting their journey, kind of their arc toward adulthood, uh, starting to think about college, starting to think about a career, and you see the great potential that exists in their life and that when you did a good job and they're ready to jump out into the world and to carry on and probably do even better than you were going to do, uh, this is a very, this is a very rewarding thing. And when you sit down at the end of the day and you look back on the day and you look back on your accomplishments and you take, think about the things you took responsibility for, um, I do not look back fondly on all the days I got to watch movies or play video games or anything. What I'm thinking about at the end of the day is I'm thinking about my kids and thinking about. Um, the potential for the future and I'm so happy that I invested in them and I'm thinking about how I would do anything for them I would take responsibility for their health and wellness and happiness any day and I would gladly trade uh, any escapism any short-term happiness for that right I l I've looked back on the days when I engaged in kind of like short-term happiness chasing hedonism because I used to do a lot of that I used to you know drink party drugs, sex, rock and roll, all that. I was in that, man. I, I lived a hedonistic, purely hedonistic lifestyle for a while. After after um, I, my marriage ended, I experimented with that for more than a year. And I'm going to tell you what, when I look back on those days with all those trashy, low-value people I used to associate with partying, just, you know, when I think about some of the things I did during that time and how I didn't take responsibility for things I should have taken responsibility for, I do not look back and think, oh, those were the days, man. No, I think, wow, uh, those were failures. That was a failure of a certain period of my life. I do not, I'm not proud of it. I regret it. Um, the only good thing about it was that it was a massive self-induced failure that I could learn from. And when I actually got my life together, that's when real happy memories started getting created. And when I say get my life together, I mean started paying my bills, working harder, increasing my income, getting in shape, taking more responsibility for my children, taking more responsibility for my family, tribe, and community, right? So there is something to be gained from this. I wouldn't trade a life of meaning for a life of nihilism or hedonism any day. That's not to say that you can't also do some fun things. I'm not trying to say that your life has to be all drudgery, all misery all the time without any, you know, happiness. That's not at all what I'm saying. Uh, you know, but the point is, is, you know, both men and women are doing this. I notice it more with men because I believe the difference from how it used to be is so starkly starkly different but we have a great potential for deeper meaning and purpose when we take greater responsibility in life for the things that matter and when you choose hedonism or short-term happiness over deeper responsibility and purpose and tribe building and legacy in life there is a cost there's a long-term cost and you might almost say it's a cost to your soul. Not in the way that you're going to go to hell, but in the way that when you sit, when you're older and you sit alone 
you know, at your desk at night when it's late and everyone else has gone to bed and you're just there, you and your demons, having a round table discussion, the things that you're actually going to be happy about, the things that are actually going to bring you peace and satisfaction and fulfillment are the, the, the things that actually mattered that you took responsibility for. Not all the short-term happiness chasing or hedonism that you maybe thought sounded like a good idea in the short term that you were willing to sacrifice responsibility for back then. Those are the kinds of things you eventually come to regret in a, in a certain sense. And um, so when I look back at taking greater responsibility for my children, when I look back at having children, I'm so glad I had children. Like it has not been easy in some ways having children changed the course of my life to be much more difficult. But here's another thing I may never have been on the, the correct path that I'm on now had it not been for my, for my decision to have children because uh, at the end of the day, well, there's a lot of reasons for that. This isn't the only because. Um, I guess this is more like as a result of that. At the end of the day, when I do sit at the round table with my demons, when everyone else has gone to bed and it's just me and my thoughts, uh, one of the very few things that I don't regret about my life is having children and the investments I've made in them because that seems like it's more real than anything else. And there's a reason for that. It's because they are truly the biggest part of my legacy that I will leave behind. And so it's an investment well made. Why? Because this is my best chance at immortality. That's how we achieve immortality. We cannot live forever, but our legacy can live forever. And you need to create that in the work you do, in the difference you make in the world, in the value you create in the world through your work, but you also create it through your children and your family and your investments in them. And that is a very deep and profound thing that a lot of people, I think, need to understand better in our modern world. So anyway, that's where I'm going to leave it today. I hope that this has inspired you to take a little bit more responsibility for things in life that really matter. Don't take responsibility for things that aren't your business. Don't pile needless trouble on yourself just for the sake of it. But take responsibility for the things that really do matter. And what matters? Well, you know, you get to decide what really matters. And you should, you should judge that by what is going to take you closer to your purpose. What is in alignment with your purpose and your goal and mission in life. And if you don't know what your purpose is, um, it's time to start figuring that out. If you need a little help with that, um, click in the description down below. Download my free ebook an introduction to the alpha mentality and read that to kind of get a sense of this whole alpha mentality process. But at the end of the day, it's really important that we take responsibility for the things that matter. And this will have such a positive impact long-term on your life. This is my experience and my advice. And so uh, that's the thought I wanted to share with you today. So that's all I got for this one. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Scafus signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegathis.com. Catch you on the flip side.